did you guys miss me? Because I miss Joe. And I know I have a lot. Trust me, all to all shade. I'll give y'all everything y'all need, y'all want out of me. But for those of you who don't know, welcome to Mood AF, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Nikita. Thank you for joining me today. Now, I know this is going to sound fucking nuts because I'm in season two. I'm in season two, and this is our second episode of season two. We actually had a lot planned this season. And then this little thing called coronavirus came and kind of like disheveled not only my plans, but like obviously the world's plans. And you see the shit that we're living in. Like who would have thought we'd start the new decade and this was how we was going to start the shit off. Like first Kobe dies and then, you know, Pop Smoke dies. And then March was like, all right, fuck it. Corona. Here we are. So I'm going to be really upfront. I'm going to be really honest. Last season, I did an episode that was called voicemail. And that was just kind of like really raw, and really like straight to the point cutthroat. That's what this episode is. Um, Before I really get into all tea, all shade and all offense about what I'm really feeling, I just want y'all to understand that this episode, I want it to feel like a safe space, like a hug, but at the same time, like, I need y'all to really, like, get the fuck up and and be the change. Like, there are so many of us that are in our 20s right now, and we are the new generation. Like, we are the fucking next step. So we really got to get off our asses and, like, do shit. So when these ballots come in, if we have to vote by mail, I fucking expect everybody to vote. Because... Ladies and gentlemen, we have a president that is telling people to ingest Lysol and Clorox like that was going to kill the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So imagine when the second wave of this shit comes, you really want this man as president? Like, let's just start right here. okay? now I'm like my thoughts are everywhere because I miss you guys so much and there's so much I have to say. Um, And I didn't write anything down like I literally woke up with this on my spirit, on my heart. Like, you guys are my audience. You are my viewers. I love you. I love you all so much. Some of you have been with me since I was writing and blogging, and that support means beyond what anybody could ever fucking believe. Um, Warning you right now, gonna curse a lot in this episode because I am fed the fuck up, okay? I'm fed up for a slew of reasons, but... I'm going to try to start this off as nicely as possible. So, boom, January comes, your girl moves out, you feel me, moved out of my mama's house, which was a big goal that I had wanted to accomplish before my 26th birthday. For those of you who don't know, my 26th birthday is on June 14th. I am low-key not excited about it. Um, I actually have mad anxiety about turning 26 because I'm not getting any closer to 20. I'm only getting closer to 30. And that by itself is kind of like a a mind fuck. Um, and of course, there's so much shit like I've done that I'm so proud of that I've accomplished and I pat myself on the back. But then there are things that I have still yet to do that I'm just kind of like, damn, like time is really catching up to me. Like I really need to just like finish this, like, you know, take things to another level. Like I really want to kick shit up a notch in my life for real, for real. Um, 
so yeah, that was my first W. You feel me? Best way to start the decade um, with a goal that I had wanted to accomplish. I had always told myself, 26 cannot meet me and I'm still living in my mama's house. Like I blatantly told her that too. I was like, look, 26 can't meet me and I still live here. You heard? Like, no, nah, it's a dub. So boom, that happens. Um, been active in therapy for about six, seven months now. So the work that I am working on for myself and unlearning these behaviors that I grew up seeing, unlearning like toxicity, like removing the toxicity in my life and, you know, just learning how to just be a better Nick all the way around. Like I really made it a point that 2020, I wanted to be a better friend, a better daughter, a better sister, a better girlfriend, like all the way around. I really wanted to be better to the people in my life because I understand what like I project onto them. And I'm really self-aware about that. And step one in this healing process is taking accountability for the bullshit that you put your people through and the bullshit that you put your own self through. So I've made peace with a lot of things in my life. There's still a lot of work left to be done. I'm not going to hold you. This this work is a work in progress. Um, as old Nick sheds and new Nick is in the midst of transforming and becoming, you know, the best woman that she possibly wants to be. It's a fight. Some days are really fucking good. Some days are really bad. Some weeks are on the money. Like I can go a good two weeks and be good. And then some weeks are just like, oh my God, I want to stay in bed until 5 PM and then start my day at 730 at night. Because quite frankly, like it is what it is. So um, I know we did episode one, I believe that came out, that was in, let's say, I think January, February time, I might be like, I'm off, like, my days are all askew, I literally don't know my head from my ass sometimes, <laughs> but, um, January, February time, boom, yes, we did the first episode, now, then Corona came, and, like, when it got to New York, I already kind of knew that this was going to be like a cesspool. And um, I mean, if you think about it, everybody in New York takes the MTA. So I already kind of knew what was up. And then when I found out that there were confirmed cases by where I worked, like my panic heightened. And then like, I eventually within the second week of March, I was told to start working from home. So I started working from home. Um, from March to about literally like right up until maybe like the second to last week of April. Second to last week of April, I was put on furlough. Um, So for all of y'all that are not working right now, I get it. Not collecting a check, I get it. I understand, trust, and believe when I tell you Cuomo need to just go ahead, open up New York City, like, let me go back to work. Because um, while yes, I could go out and be an essential worker, I had, listen, my respects, hats off to all the essential workers, all the nurses, all the doctors that are really out here saving lives and doing what the fuck they need to do and like trying to help us get back to normal life as much as possible. I thank y'all deeply from the bottom of my heart. I am, and I also think the grocery store workers, the people that work in Target, um, you know, the pe- the liquor store people, like anybody that has to work at this time that is deemed an essential worker, I thank you. Your work will forever be 
indebted to my heart, like, I appreciate everything you do. While I could go out and be an essential worker and risk catching COVID, I'm just not going to do that. And then on top of that, like, it's no shade, but I would, I'd have to take a pay cut. And quite frankly, like, I ain't trying to do that either because, like I said, I just moved out. I got grown woman bills now. So, um, I can't afford to take no pay cuts. Like, I only need pay raises out here in these streets. So, there's that. Now, I understand that those of you collecting unemployment, making this cheese off unemployment, you know, you pay taxes, you pay into that. So I get it. I understand the frustration of the essential worker who is not getting hazard pay. They still making the same rate. They out there with no PPE. They companies not looking out for them. I understand the frustration of why they feel like it's not fair that people that aren't that are not working and are collecting unemployment should be making less. But, but I'm here to let y'all know, like, this is no shade. But um, if the government was not giving us all of that money, regular unemployment would not be able to cover our bills. Like, that's a stat. That's a fact. That's a snapple fact. I ain't want to hear nothing else. I've been unemployed before. I know what the regular rate of unemployment is. So yet, yeah, no. However, comma, I'm not one of these people collecting unemployment. I am like the many Americans and the many New Yorkers who have filed and are waiting for a miracle to fucking happen and the money to just appear in our bank account. Now, with that being said, am I broke? No. Um, Shout out to me not impulsively buying everything off of Amazon, like no shade. I there was mad girls like trying to play nail tech and bought up like mad nail supplies and shit like that like I you know I wasn't about to do that like I'll just go without my nails and I'll let my nail tech do what she need to do when she gets back when she opens back up and I can sit my happy ass in the salon um so I was I'm blessed enough to have been working, been collecting checks and literally just been sitting on my ass saving money stacking money so I'm still able to pay my bills um, which I'm super blessed. Like God really looked out for your girl. Definitely. Um, however, I am not really here to talk about COVID because COVID wreaked havoc on my life enough. Um, for those of you who don't know, my nephew lost his dad to COVID. He was put in a medically induced coma, And then he passed. So they took him off the respirator and he passed. So do I believe that had he not gone into the hospital, he probably would have survived? Yes, Um, because I've seen plenty of data. I've heard, watched, been told stories about people who work in the healthcare field, who work in the hospitals. And... You know, I have a couple friends that are EMTs. My cousin's a nurse. Um, My adopted sister's an art therapist. And basically, like, if you can avoid going to the hospital, avoid going to the hospital. Because not to say that they're killing them off, but the doctors are making tough decisions about who lives and who dies. And unfortunately, like, he had to go. So um, 
now we have to navigate a new normal as my nephew is young and he's without a father now. However, the women in his life and the men in our lives, shout outs to y'all, um, you know, hold it down and do the best that they can. Now, like I said, I'm done talking about COVID. I'm really, I'm finished with that shit. I just wanted to give y'all like a, a cute little update about where the fuck I was at because I was definitely hiding in my little hole. I was hiding in my, it's really not little, my apartment, not to flex, but my apartment's hella cute though. Um, I was hiding in my little beautiful space because between getting furloughed, grieving a loss, and, you know, trying to figure out the new normal for me, I, like, my mental health, like, was shot. Like, I can't even tell you guys how many times I literally sat on my couch and cried. Like, laid in my bed till maybe five, six o'clock and, like, did nothing all day. Like, I don't know what came over me, but like something came over me and was just like, all right, enough is enough. You need to get kind of in a routine. And that's what I did. I like forced myself to get out of bed. I forced myself to work out every day. I forced myself to just do shit that feels good. So if I wake up at 1030 and I decide I'm not getting out of my bed until one o'clock, then that's what the fuck I'm going to do. Okay, because newsflash, this is the first time we're all living in a pandemic. We all need to stop being ignorant to other people's mental health and other people's mental capacities. And like, let's stop telling people what the fuck to do with all of the free time on their hands. I finally figured out um, about two months in that this time was time for me to rest because I literally moved into an apartment that like I didn't really get to enjoy because I'm going to work, I'm going to therapy, I'm spending time with my man, I'm spending time with my friends. So the whole purpose of me getting the apartment low-key was to enjoy it and to be able to relax in it, and I wasn't able to do that for so long um, when I first moved. So now that I'm able to do it, like it's been such a pleasure, it's been absolutely amazing, and I'm super blessed for that. Like I said, good looks, God, you looked out for your girl. Now. I am here to talk about some shit that, while yes, I am small, I am motherfucking mighty, okay? And there are too many Black men in my life that I love and I care about deeply for me to just not say anything. And I literally sat with this for a couple days because I wanted to come back first episode swinging. Like I wanted to give y'all a visual. I wanted to give y'all literally everything. I wanted to snatch the wigs off the girls. I wanted to like have everybody be like, oh shit, Nikita's back. But then I thought to myself, the audience that I have, y'all love me regardless. Okay. And I I know that. And I love y'all back. So before I get into everything that I need to say, I'm going to come with a disclaimer. Now, normally, I don't come with disclaimers because you already know what's up. Like, you know how I am. Raw, real, straight to the point. Blunt, this is what it is. Now, this disclaimer is for 
the other people of color that I know and the white people, okay? I'm going to be really honest right here, right now in this disclaimer. And I'm not going to be mad if you decide that you want to unsubscribe. I'm not going to be mad if you decide you want to slide in my DMs with an ignorant fucking comment and now you want to have an argument because I got all the time on my mother. I got all the time on my hands, baby. (laughs) We can get to get. But make sure that when you come in my DMs, with, come with facts. Don't come with ignorance. Don't come with stupidity. Come with facts. And make sure you're coming with appropriate sources. Because I think that's where a lot of y'all get fucked up at. Like, y'all like to just report shit that doesn't come from an actual valid source. Um, hi, hello. I'm an investigative journalist. I've been doing this for years, honey. I come with correct facts and sources, citations and all. Now, back to this disclaimer, I am going to be brutally honest here. A lot of y'all are not going to like what the fuck I got to say. So, like I said, you feel some type of way, you can go ahead and stop listening now. I'm not going to feel no type of way, I promise. So, I'm going to give y'all a second to go ahead and, you know, exit. Second, all right, bet. So, I, as a black woman, like I said, love and cherish so many black men in my lives. I do. My cousins, my uncles, you feel me? My bros. So what happened on Monday? What happened on Monday, y'all? George Floyd was killed by a what? A white cop. Oh, shit. Look at history, repeating itself a fucking gun. And what did George Floyd say? I can't breathe. Oh, shit. Look at history, repeating itself. Because don't we remember a man by the name of Eric Gardner who was restrained by the NYPD and he said, I can't breathe. And what happened? He ended up dying. Oh, Okay, looks like history repeats itself, ladies and gentlemen. I watched the video. I cried during the video. So what I made to understand, please correct me if I'm wrong, is that this man, a store clerk called the police on Mr. Floyd for apparently writing a bad check when actually the check was valid. So there's four cops surrounding Mr. Floyd and then one puts his knee on his neck for nine minutes. And then Mr. Floyd says, I can't breathe. And he still has his knee on his neck. And all the other cops did absolutely Nothing. Now, you need seven years of schooling, meaning like undergrad, graduate school, law school, whatever. You need seven years of post-secondary schooling for to, to become a lawyer, to practice law, right? So you telling me they only do eight weeks in a fucking academy program and then they're given a badge and a and, and a gun. 
and they're supposed to protect and serve. These people are not protecting and serving anybody but the white people. Like, let's keep it a stack here. Because quite fucking frankly, I can't fathom another black man losing his life to a cop. I'm not mad that they looted that target. I'm going to be quite honest with you. You know why? Because that same target that they looted is the same target that supports the Minneapolis Police Department. So they support killers like this. I've been on TikTok, like, you know, the rest of us, and I've purposely watched videos of cops responding to the comments like, nah, I'm disappointed. Nah, they all need to be held accountable. I'm not sticking up for the cops here. I'm definitely not, trust me. But where the fuck is the outrage from from these cops? Like, get off TikTok, bro. Go into your police departments. Like, go to your sergeants. Go to your deputies. Be like, what the fuck are we going to do about this shit? Now, Amy Cooper, a Karen, as I like to call them, a Karen who basically had her dog not on its leash, which is against... Central Park rules in certain areas of the park. I don't know if it's all all of Central Park, but I know in certain areas of the park, you have to have your dog on a leash. So a black man recorded her. He was bird watching. And she threatened, not even threatened, she called the cops on him and told them that she is being threatened by a black man oh, so it's appropriate for people of color and white people, when I say people of color, do understand, I'm not talking about black people. That is a whole separate entity. That's a different conversation for another day because y'all like to group people of color with black people and that shit do not, mm -mm, that's not, it's not flying with me right here, right now. Um, However, Y'all like to pull this card of calling the cops on black people and then thinking that the repercussion to that is that the black person that you just called the cops on is going to end up dying or they're going to end up arrested and incarcerated. Amy Cooper tried that. She thought what happened to Mr. Floyd was going to happen to this black man who called the cops on her. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what the fuck happened to this girl? What happened? Sis got banned from Central Park. How the hell do you get banned from Central Park? For some of my audience, because I know some of y'all live in different parts of the world, um, according to my analytics, <clears throat> not to toot my own horn, <laughs> um, and I know some of y'all that listen to me out in Texas, basically, let me give it to you like this. Central Park is like the fucking hu- humongous, okay? Like, starts somewhere in Midtown and then goes well up into Harlem. So, like, if we're being real here, how the hell do you get banned from an entire park? How? You got to do some real ignorant dumb shit. Because let me tell you something. As a native New Yorker, I never heard of that. Like, people get banned from Central Park? Like, is that really a thing? I've never heard of it. So she lost her job, and then she lost her dog, and then told CNN that her whole life is being ruined, and it's turned upside down. Oh, okay. Your life is being turned upside down because you literally race baited. Bet. Makes sense. 
heard you sis loud and clear here's where my issue lies with people of color and white people claiming that they are trying to be an ally if you are an ally you are going to get the fuck up and you're going to be mad just like the rest of us stop being passive about this enough with the passive bullshit it's time we get angry because George Zimmerman killed Trayvon Martin and this man is still fucking alive, okay? Please make that whole shit make sense. Explain to me why George Zimmerman's still alive but Trayvon Martin's dead. Explain to me why Breonna Taylor, a 26-year-old black EMT, was shot eight times, okay? When officers forced themselves into her home. They didn't give her no fucking warrant. They didn't have one. They forced themselves into her home and they killed her. They didn't find drugs in her apartment. So what's up? She was an EMT. She was out here trying to help people, trying to save lives. But the same people who are supposed to protect and serve are out here taking people's lives who want to change the fucking world and actually be a difference in their community. Make that shit make sense, please, because I'm very much, very much confused. Let's not forget Amon Arbery, a black man jogging? So we can't jog? Like, what? We can't fucking jog in peace. Please miss me with the bullshit of, oh, well, he was at a construction site, da-da-da-da-da. First of all, everybody that lives in the South knows when houses are built and they're being worked on, a lot of the time, the floor you're only walking in the house to see the goddamn floor plan, to see if it matches the floor plan within your subdivision. Hello. He was there for all of less than five minutes and kept it moving. You really want to question what he had on because he had on cargo shorts and a shirt. You ever thought about maybe, oh, I don't know, man's laundry's dirty. Maybe he didn't have money to get his clothes washed. So we're just going to naturally assume that he's a terror because he was running in cargo shorts and a, and a T-shirt. I didn't know we had like specific attire that we were required to wear why we went on a jog. I I didn't know there was a law for that. Please point that out. If you are a white person, if you are a person of color, and you stay quiet right now, I'm judging the fuck out of you, period. Because you know why? A lot of y'all like to appropriate the culture love to listen to rap, love to do all types of shit, want to get braids, want to get the long nails, want to get like the the super long full eyelashes, want to do all that shit, right? All right. So come to the Black Lives Matters protest and, and stand with us and be angry with us and fight for us. Because that's the problem. Y'all want to water shit down with this all lives matters bullshit. Let me tell you why all lives matter is 
please don't say that shit anymore. Throw that shit in the garbage. All Lives Matter never became a thing until Black Lives Matter became a thing. You know why? Because y'all want to feel so fucking included in everything. You want to feel included in everything? Okay, well, um, include yourself in our oppression then. How about that? How about that? If you sit back and you're quiet right now, I'm. that's a problem. That's a really big problem. Because a lot of y'all, like I said, love to appropriate the culture. You want to listen to the music. Um, a lot of y'all think that I don't know, but I know you say the fucking word and you know what word I'm talking about. Oh, all right. That's what I thought. And you're sitting down and you're comfortable and you're not doing shit and you're not mad. Or you're going to say it's not my place. Nah, it is your fucking place. Because I'm sure you have black people in your life that you care about, right? A lot of y'all like to fetishize black men. (laughs) Please don't get me started because I got receipts for that. A lot of y'all like to fetishize black women. Oh, you don't like dating white girls, but you like dating black girls. Okay. A black woman was killed by the cops. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, all right. A lot of y'all got black friends. So are you not mad? Are you not mad? Because this could have been one of your friends. Any one of these people could have been somebody that you know. And if you sit silent, that says everything it needs to say, and you're not a fucking ally, you're in my way, move. Also, it is not your place to speak on how a black person should react at this time. You don't get to say how inappropriate it is that they're looting. I understand why they're looting. Because guess what? Little did y'all know that same Target refused to sell milk to the protesters while the police were throwing tear gas, chewing at them with uh, rubber bullets, gas bombs going off. And the Target refused to sell milk to these people. So yeah, I'm not mad that they looted the shit out of that. And I know that little, uh, the Jennifer, the Jennifer, are you finished? That that funny meme? Yeah, uh-huh. The, the woman in the wheelchair. I know everybody wants to come to her defense because she has a disability. I'm here to let you know that Jennifer in the wheelchair decided to take it upon herself to go into the Target and start stabbing people that were looting. Oh, shit. So now y'all mad that she took a fire extinguisher, that people, sorry, were taking fire extinguishers and extinguishing her with them. I don't feel bad, because what the fuck are you doing running around stabbing people in your motorized wheelchair? If the people want to fucking loot, let them loot. And I will be damned. You know why? Because... There was a white woman in that Target who stole four lamps. But I know this Jennifer in the wheelchair wouldn't have have stabbed the lady that stole the four lamps. (laughs) If we're really being honest here. Y'all pick and choose what you want to be mad about. Y'all pick and choose what you want to be upset about. Y'all pick and choose when black people can be outraged. No, I'm going to be fucking outraged because enough is enough. Like every year... I've noticed every year since Trayvon Martin has died, it's another black person getting innocently killed. 
by the cops or by another white person and they're getting off. Like, how can you forget the cops gave Dylan Roof, the same man who went into a church, went into a black church and shot, what, 32 people? Yo, you know what they gave him? They gave my man's Burger King. Where's the justice for Khalif Browder? Where's the justice for Sandra Bland? Where? Because I'm really trying to understand why black people are being killed off like cattle and y'all swear y'all are our allies, but you're sitting there not doing shit, but commenting on the fact that they're looting and rioting. I don't give a fuck that they're looting and rioting. Let them be mad. Let them be mad. Because you know what happened? When we tried to peacefully protest, y'all had an issue with that. Every time we try to peacefully protest, y'all are bringing out fucking riot gear. For what? I was doing my Disney College program the day Freddie Gray died. And I will never forget that day. You know why? Let me set this scenario for y'all. I am a black woman, right? So I had issues with my previous roommates or whatever, fuck them bitches, I had to move out. So the new apartment that I move into, it's me, the only black woman in a house with five other white women, right? Don't get me wrong. All of my roommates were super friendly, really sweet, really nice, whatever. But in my mind, I already knew I always had to be on the defense because at the end of the day, any one of these white women could have easily said I'm the aggressor. I'm an angry black woman could have painted me out to be whatever the fuck they wanted to because my last set of roommates actually did that. And one of them was a black girl, but um, she was one of those black girls that was for the white women, never for her own. So that's different tea for a different day. Anyway. The day Freddie Gray died, I wake up, I'm off that day. I wake up, go do my laundry, about to go sit by the pool. So I grab my laundry basket and I walk out my room to see all of my roommates watching Fox News. Now I already knew that two of my roommates were super fucking Republican, so I wasn't surprised. I already knew one of my roommates was the girl that really like had to play neutral in a lot of situations. And then there was one of my roommates who was, you know, this cute, quiet, quaint girl, but she didn't stand for the bullshit. And, you know, her and I actually shared a room and we actually had a discussion about it. And she understood where I was coming from as a black woman. She actually cried when I really started giving her the real on what it's like to be a black person in America. And then another one of my roommates was a fucking free spirit. So she never really gave a shit about anything anyway. So when I walk out with this laundry basket and I see what I see, I believe the comment I made was, of course, it's this bullshit. And then I left. I left the house. At the time, there was these two girls from Long Island that I was friends with. And I went to their apartment. And one of the girls, she's Jamaican. So, you know, we sat down and we watched CNN together. Like, we were both outraged and mad together. Because y'all remember how Freddie Gray died? They put him in the back of the paddy wagon. 
And then somehow, somewhere between when they arrested him and when he made it to the police station, he died? Oh, okay. Y'all forgot that, right? Oh, bet. Bet. I'm here to remind you. I'm here to kindly remind you. I Like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm small, but I'm motherfucking mighty. And while, yes, I have white friends, I'm deadass looking at all of y'all right now. One of them has a black daughter, a half black daughter. Bet. She already, she does this shit on the fucking daily. So I'm not, you feel me? Shout outs to you, Erin, because you, you, you understand where you get it. You're not just sitting on your ass. You're, you're doing something about it. I appreciate you. Now the rest of y'all though, that's sitting there, shook, scared, like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't say, ooh, maybe I should say. No, there's nothing you need to say. There's nothing you need to say besides Black Lives Matter, period, period. There's nothing, there's nothing else after that. Because what the fuck are you going to say? All lives matter? Uh, what? Blue lives matter? Hmm? And this is no shade. This is definitely no shade, okay? But for all of my Latinos that... um don't claim their blackness, now's the time. Now's the time. You know why? Because people like y'all that don't claim the blackness but be down for the culture, looking at you crazy right now, my guy. Because at the end of the day, you're still a person of color. You understand what I'm saying? When you check the box, you cannot check Caucasian. You have to check whatever ethnic background, whatever race you are. Step up. Be our allies. Why do we have to say this time and time again? Because at this point, who's really standing up for the Black people besides the Black people? Oh, I'll wait. Cool. Also here to kindly remind you that um, silent racism is still a thing. Just because they're liberal, just because they voted for Obama, just because they vote Democrat does not excuse them from racism because, ladies and gentlemen, Amy Cooper was a liberal Democrat, but she was real quick to call the cops on a black man that did nothing to her because that was going to be her get out, get out of jail free card because she thought, oh, shit. Let me just use this because I know this shit works. Like, I know if I say this exact line, if I say something to the effect of this, then this will be my outcome. No, bitch, you got fired and you got your dog taken away. So and now you can't go to Central Park. Don't let me catch you in Brooklyn Bridge Park, though, because I'll definitely press you. Just like how I pressed Shorty in Target that was harassing. Literally. Oh, my God. Okay. Because I feel like I've ranted enough and I've gotten everything off of my chest. And this is far longer than what I really wanted it to be. But I missed y'all. Anyway. So before I go, um, <clears throat> there, what well, I was in Target. Um, and I was with my mom. And we were, you know, doing a whole self-checkout thing. And there was this, this Karen who was standing behind us. And... She started popping shit with literally these three gay Latino dudes. 
mind you, the specific target I was in does not enforce wearing masks. You can if you want to. They don't enforce it. And there was this black man with his dog that wasn't a service animal, wasn't a some um, emotional support animal in the store as well. And, you know, Shorty decided that she was just going to pick a fight with Sorry, y'all, I had to burp. (laughs) She had to, um, she decided she wanted to pick a fight with these three Latino dudes. And I about lost my shit because y'all are getting out of line. Y'all are getting really fucking disrespectful. And when I say y'all, y'all know who I mean. So basically, they checking out. And this bitch is done with her transaction. She's gotten all her bags. And she's like, can you back the fuck up off me? And everybody's looking like, who the fuck she talking to? And they had masks on. They were six feet apart, whatever, whatever. And she was like, can you back the fuck up off me? And all of a sudden, I don't know what came over me, but the Shirley Chisholm bone in my body kicked in. And I was like, can you stop popping shit with them? Like, they're not bothering you. You're done with your transaction. Get the fuck out the store. So then she tries to call security over because I get it. I'm aggressive. I'm loud. I curse a lot. And um, I'm about this life. So she really starts popping shit with the guys. And I'm like, what the fuck is your issue? So they ended up recording each other and they're going at it back and forth. The Target associates get involved. The Target associates were like, we cannot enforce anybody to wear a mask. Like it's not, this Target does not enforce that. So if you have such an issue with it, get out the store, period. So as she exits out, she exits out the store now, um, and she's waiting by the escalators. So my mom and I exit out the store too. So she ends up walking on the escalator first, and my mom was like, "Nick, let her get on the escalator first, because if she touch you, she breathe on you. I'm gonna kick this bitch down these escalator steps today." So she turns around and she goes, "You guys have on masks." You guys are six feet apart. They weren't. They weren't. I said, bitch, are you dumb? We're in a fucking self-checkout in a Target. There's only but so much space that we're all going to have. We're in a self-checkout line. I think I've said this enough. I said, you were harassing them, but not harassing the white woman that was standing diagonally across from you that didn't have a fucking mask on, right? You weren't harassing the white woman that was standing in front of her that didn't have a fucking mask on. But you're going to pick on the the three Latino dudes? I said, fuck out of here. You know why you picked on them. Just say you're racist and go, please, because I got all the time today. And so she goes, I'm not racist. It's about not catching COVID. No, bitch. You specifically picked on three Hispanic men, but did not do anything about the white people. So yes, you are racist. What are you not understanding? So I was like, Karen, shut the fuck up because you really getting me tight. And I got all day. We could really do this all day. Now, mind you, my mother is a Guyanese woman and At this point, she has put two and two together that her child is unstoppable. And once you get me started, good luck, good night to you. So my mom's like, Nick, relax. Nick, don't do it. Because if she call the cops, if she call, I said, let her fucking call the cops then. Because it'd really be, (laughs) it'll be a melee in this bitch. Like, I ain't got the time. I got the time today. I got the time. And she was like, if I was black, would you be calling me that, you racist bitch? I'm like, I'm not racist but I'm calling you out on your racism, you racist. 
and that was the end of that was the end of the Karen story. She walked out and like started crying and all of that shit. And there was mad black people around and you know everybody was like, "Yes, yeah, sis, you tell us sis." And I'm like, "Yeah, trust me. I I don't like when people pick on minorities. Like I really don't." So, just to clear this up, like I don't like it when people pick on minorities. Period. Like that shit does nothing for me. All it does is piss me off and grind my gears and then I got to say something about it. However, right now, right now, all the other minorities need to be with the black people, okay? So let me stress that. All other minorities need to be with the black people, okay? If you are white, you are Caucasian, okay? Be a fucking ally. Be fucking mad. You see some ignorant shit on social media? Shut that shit down. Like, you see somebody saying all lives matter, but you're white? Say black lives matter. Stand up for us. Because y'all not ready for when the black people decide that they want to fucking really, when they really want to riot, all right? So, like I said, this was really an episode that I just needed to get off my chest. Like, this is some shit, like, I don't really, how can I describe it? Um, Like I said, it's kind of like voicemail. Like it was just a lot of shit that was sitting on my spirit and I really needed to get this out because there are too many black men in my life that I really like appreciate and have such a respect for. And not only that, like I just, I, I can't, I can't just be comfortable with what's going on in the world and, you know, I have a small platform, so it's my job to fucking stand up for the bullshit of which I see. So I love you guys. I'm not sure when another episode will be out because right now, behind the scenes of my personal life, we we gathering shit, we getting shit together. Um, your girl's good though. Your girl is good. She's happy. She's healthy. She's very much in love. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm pretty much straight. You know what I mean? My bills are still getting paid. There's food in my crib. I could still, you know, light me a bleeze and I can still make me a drink. So all is right in my world. But like I said, I wasn't about to sit here and be okay with what the fuck was going on. Also, really quick before I go, please take time to get off of social media. Take a social media break. Because right now, the apps and shit, really heavy, really heavy. Everything is really heavy. It's going to make you sad at some point in time or it'll, you know, get you in your bag. So I love y'all. I will check in with y'all soon. Um, Please stay safe. For all of you that live in states that are opened up, please wear masks. Do not go out to the bars and the clubs. Please do not go out to the bars and the clubs because, listen, those of us in New York City that want to go outside, um, I'm thoroughly convinced Governor Cuomo's watching everybody else do some dumb shit, and he like, see, this is why I can't let them outside, because they're going to do dumb shit like this. So please, if you live in a state that's opened up, stay your ass at home, because there's some of us that really want to get back to the shit that we had going. All right, I love y'all. I'll talk to y'all later.